Welcome back to another episode of the Park Life Podcast with me, Jez, and of course with Tim and Andy. And this week, no mystery guest, we've got our incredible head of DT, uh, Mark Smith, on talking about this fantastic PPE face mask project, which has just gone absolutely berserk in an, in an incredible way. Um, really interesting having him on to talk. Tim's top three, good top three this week. And uh, talk to me, Andy. Good to have you with us, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to our podcast episode number now eight. Is it eight? Well done, Tim. Episode number eight, and we are in week six of lockdown. Week six. Yeah. How long? Be honest, I I don't know. When are we going to say this is the end of the series, and then have a break, and then come back for series two? I think when lockdown ends, that's we'll probably have a break, won't we? We'll all need a break. Okay, Gentlemen, I'm going to go for it again. How the devil are we? Yeah, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to be honest. That, yeah, good. Sounds a lot less enthusiastic than it did six, five or six weeks ago. Are yes. you good? Yes, all right. Is this, that point, Andy, this is a safe space. We're all friends. I just, do you know what, actually? Speaking to you actually probably makes me feel a little bit better because I know you're both probably suffering more than me because I have kids running around. So, well, do you know I never ever going to play that card of you don't know what it's like if you don't have kids. It's just different. It's in a lot of ways having kids probably takes your mind away from a lot of the things that you worry about and you end up you end up being really busy. I'm having a tough day because Helen had to go to work and her meeting at work's taken about two hours longer than I thought it was going to. So it's definitely been hard today trying to teach online, be a dad, having the dog around and everything in between. As I just said to you, fight number three of the day has just been broken up, which involved my wooden cricket bat. So uh, yeah, that was interesting. I didn't realise a dog could hold a cricket bat. (laughs) This is a very clever dog. (laughs) He is actually, yeah, he, I keep saying, I said this to a few people, he is the only one that respects me in this house. <laughs> Tim, how are you? I'm all right. Yeah. I've got some new wireless headphones, which I'm trialling today. I can see but those, yeah. Very fancy. Yeah. Are they for the run? Yeah, they're fa- on Amazon. Thoroughly recommend that. Other online they're- stores are available. Yeah. Better to go with his new quarantine haircut. Andy, describe Tim's quarantine haircut in no more than five words. Terrible. Oh, you need one. <laughs> Tim, tell us about the quarantine haircut. Yeah, so I've been um, been asking a while now if someone can cut my hair, but um, they yeah they we finally did it, and um, yeah, I'm not sure it went great. What did you, what did you ask for? <laughs> I'm not really sure. The Adrian Stewart. Whatever <laughs> it was, I didn't get it. Do anyone? I I I'm not just saying this because I'm obviously scared of the man, but I like Adrian's hair. Yours, Tim, could catch on. Yeah, don't try and do different lengths. I think that was the problem. Yeah, the thing is, if you if you asked for a three on one side, a one on the other side, and a four on top, then that's exactly what you got. I've yeah. got uh, a f- my my brother done the same thing. So he shaved his hair off, and I FaceTimed him last week, and I said, um, "Have you told? Have you have you shown mum and dad? No." And uh, we quiz every Sunday night like a family quiz. And I went, well, they're going to see, aren't they, Liam? So you may as well just like, you, you may as well tell them before that you sign in. And, he, and his response was, I don't think they'll notice. 
<laughs> did they notice? Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. Are you guys fed up with the whole family Zoom social quiz type stuff yet? Or are you still enjoying it? I actually, Be honest. I prefer that to, like, the, the other stuff. Like, the that's fine, because I, I haven't seen my parents since, like, Christmas. So that's fine. But the like the other social stuff where you wouldn't normally speak to people and you've got to do a quiz like every second Thursday, you know, I've got nothing else to say to you. Yeah. It's just, are you, Tim, are you all quizzed out? Um, I'm quite good at quizzes. So I, I usually win. All right, We've done a couple of PE quizzes. I think you've won both of them. Uh, no, it was only won the first one. Oh, did she? Yeah, she did the quiz. Are, are you are you allowed to win the quiz? You're in yeah, charge. That's a bit rubbish. Yeah, I'm not sure it was her. Mm. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. It was like five weeks ago. Yeah, you are good at quizzes, Tim. You are good at quizzes, guys. Good to be back on with you. Um, I am losing track of the days. I'm losing track of the time. Um, but we're still here. We're still locked down. I hope everyone listening is still safe and looking after themselves at home. Um, let's get into Andy. Talk to me. Now, I was I, I was thinking before we did this that I was going to go away and get a good old Terry Tibbs, yeah. put something but I still haven't. And I, and I did also write down some lyrics for Tim's top three, but I haven't had time to think. Of it. So we're just going to have to go with the basic. Andy, talk to me. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah. Not much. Re- well, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it back. The, uh, I feel that people are starting to get re- really, really kind of lax with the social distancing now. There's been a couple of occasions where like I, I live in a block of flats and like a cul-de-sac type thing. So there's lots, I feel for the kids because there's lots of kids living obviously in the same block of flats. So the argument I suppose is do you let them play outside and together like in the street and stuff on bikes and whatever? Is there really, is there really a difference from that I suppose to people, families on the park going out and, and playing on bikes and whatever, kids? But I just feel over the last couple of days it's become a little bit, a little bit lax. I think people are starting to get frustrated. I think people also thought that on Monday, when obviously Boris Johnson came back in, that there was going to be kind of a a, a massive turnaround in in what's going on. But I think I think we're going to be like this for the foreseeable until until they get tested and stuff. So I think I think although it's frustrating, I think people just need to bear in mind that the consequences of of their actions really, and not even not even for them, but other people. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I mean, I think this is probably the time now. I've definitely, I was definitely feeling it a bit where people, and we've said in the past, oh, I'm feeling it a bit now and this is changing and this is changing. But there's definitely a sense of people are going to start getting fed up if they're not already fed up. Uh, I've noticed it out on the family walks. I've seen groups of people, different families, almost like sort of coming together, sitting in areas probably where they shouldn't be. It's so difficult, isn't it? Because you're asking to get everyone to go against their their sort of human need for contact, especially if you're someone that lives maybe somewhere without a lot of space. You know, we talked about this in previous episodes where Tim's on the park. It's, I guess it's slightly different. You've got this self-contained area. Um, you know, there's all, there's a lot of stuff going on. Well, there's stuff going on on the park and we're going to come on to that um, later, but all the face shield things that are going on over there, there's, there's some activity. So it's a bit different, but yeah, I mean, Andy, look with the three totally different cases where you're in a block of flats Tim's living on the park and I'm lucky that I've got a detached house and a, and a garden and things like that. But we're all in different situations. And I think you're right. I think we've all, we've got to keep doing. I, I think the biggest. And I think generally speaking in this country, we're quite told. I mean, if you look at what's going on over in the States, in some areas of the States, I don't know whether you've seen any of that, Tim, but 
Andy and I were talking about it off air. There's protests and, and that, you know, there's a lot of unrest now, isn't there? Uh, and over in America, I think I'm right in saying that they've got that, they have got the highest death, death toll by quite a lot now, haven't they? So what are your thoughts on that, Tim? Uh, <laughs> I think they're a bit crazy, to be honest. I can't really, I don't know. I haven't really got the words to sort of explain the thinking behind that. Um, I, I did see, um, I did see a woman's sign the other day that it said, um, poverty kills more people than coronavirus, but, um, the, the, the way they're going and the, with their thinking, it might not be long until that sign isn't true anymore. Well, they feel like they're being lied to, don't they? I think that was one of the things that came through. They feel like it's all a big conspiracy theory and, and that they're, they're lying about the numbers of people that are infected and that are dying. And yeah, I mean, there's, look, there's crazy people everywhere. Um, sometimes I look at, <laughs> look across the pond at America especially things like things with gun, gun crime, which just keeps going on and on and on. And now obviously they've got this issue. And yeah, this is, this, this is not a political podcast at all, but I think going back to what Andy's saying, obviously people are going to start getting uneasy and, 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 and starting to want to, yeah, maybe even not revolt. So I think that's a strong word, but people are going to want change com- coming sooner. And who knows how much longer this is going to go on for, hopefully not too much. I just think, I just, my, my take is just, it's basic, like, human behavior isn't it people are unwilling to change their behavior unless it affects them so unfortunately like when when you go for a run like i went for a run sunday there's like families sitting in the park and like groups of women sitting in the park drinking bottles of wine and like champagne and stuff and like having beers you just think all right because you're not directly affected by it right now you you don't care but if it was your mum or your kid that all of a sudden caught it you'd be on the front line protesting that the parks were shut that you know no one was allowed in tesco's and stuff so i think people are just very quick to forget unless it directly affects them sometimes i think it's just about thinking about more than just your little bubble at this moment in time yeah i think that's a good point and try and sort of finish this conversation off on a positive i went for a run um the other day um and there was this there's almost this kind of where i live anyway i hope this doesn't sound too middle class there's almost this kind of front garden type social thing going on so i was running down a local road and almost every house i ran past there were people sat in their front gardens or on their drives having a gin and tonic or a drink or whatever. And I went past about four or five people and they all were like waving at me running. And it was really nice. Um, I think you didn't do it. This wasn't a Thursday at eight o'clock, was it? I don't think so. Why were you there? I just got that. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. That's been great, hasn't it? Have you guys carried on with that? Has that been good in, in the places where you're living? The, the eight o'clock clock? Yes. Yeah, it's been pretty pretty noisy to be fair. I was, I think I was thinking of getting trying to get a bit of a sing song going in my road. What do you think? Yeah. No. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Get the guitar out. Get the guitar out. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I've only got like three neighbours, so it's kind of quiet. Yeah. Everybody, just. <laughs> yeah. What do we think? Have you heard the sweet Caroline um, change? Have you heard Neil uh, Neil Diamond do his version of Sweet Caroline? No. No. He goes. Uh, Hands, not touching hands. Don't reach out. Don't touch me. I won't touch you. And then it's nice. yeah. So there you go. What's the next line? Uh, I think it's just "Sweet Caroline." Although I did hear a guy go say "Sweet Coronavirus," and I thought that doesn't. Oh, no, that's too far. Yeah, that's too far. Yeah, too much. Guys, we've got a slightly different format today because we're going to get um, Mark Smith on. It's not a mystery guest. It's not someone uh, that I want you to guess. Mark Smith. Mark Smith's come. Guessed it. Got it. Well, so, well, played. <laughs> two points. He's going to come on and talk about the incredible effort 
that you two have been actually been a massive part of that we've probably downplayed a lot on this podcast. You've both got fully involved in this project, this um, the LP Face Shields project, which has just grown and grown and grown. Uh, and I don't want to get it wrong. So I'm going to get him on in a second. Um, I don't know whether you two want to say anything about it before we get him on. Um, well, I think we've, we've talked about it in previous episodes, haven't we? Yeah, I don't think we've, I don't think we've said too much about what you two have been doing just quickly then because we want to let Mark talk a bit what how did you get involved and in what obviously Tim you live on the park so I guess it's pretty obvious how you got involved how have you got involved in what you've been doing Tim you go first um so we've just been sort of I haven't been really been involved this week because we've obviously been back to school um I know that a lot of the the furloughed staff have been coming in to help um with it um but previously we it, it started off as a small a small thing in the workshop with Mark designing sort of a, a prototype um, and then it just spiralled from there really. We started getting orders in and stuff on Facebook. Um, it's just building the masks through the the, um, the 3D cut um, plastic and then putting them together basically and assembling them. Some of them go flat packed and some of them go ready made. Do you do, um, you, do you do this whole time? Have you had a specific role or are you just doing, are you just a lackey? Foreman. Um, yeah, I'd like to think I was the foreman for a few days. Foreman. What about, you? Yeah, what about Andy? What's Andy's job title? Whatever, whatever the foreman told me today. Dog spotting. Junior vice president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let, let, let's. Um, I'm going to give uh, Mark a call and we'll get him on. Thanks, guys. You're listening to the Park Life Pod. Cheers. I'm very pleased to tell you that finally I've managed to be joined by local celebrity and big man on campus, Mr. Mark <laughs> Smith. And Tim were here. They'd be giving you a big round of applause right now. How are you doing? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, great, thank you. Yeah, a bit of a, bit of a whirlwind. For um, a man that is able to produce maybe 20,000 face masks, you've been the worst guest we've had on to try and get onto the actual <laughs> podcast. We've got some problems there, but we in the end. Yeah, yeah, we're we're there finally. Yeah, it's been it's been uh, it's been been quite tough, especially especially since coming back to school and and having to manage manage teaching on top of on top of this as well. It's been uh, yeah, it's been quite a whirlwind the last week and a half. Well, that was going to be my first question because something that um that Tim and you and I have talked about a fair bit. And something I talk to my mates about is having to cope with being a dad, a husband, a teacher. And, you know, all this stuff. And then you've chucked in this unbelievable project, which has just obviously grown and grown and, and become something amazing. How, how, are you, how are you coping with it all? Well, I'm, I'm very lucky that I've got a, an amazing wife at home who's, who also happens to be a primary school teacher. Uh, so she's, she's taking, kind of looking after my kids really at home and, and doing an amazing job of teaching them. So... I, I do what I can when I can, but um, I, I certainly I certainly don't see a future of mine in primary school teaching. That's, we're, that's... we're both we're both um, linked on that because my wife's a primary school teacher, so we're, we're both very lucky in that respect. Yeah. I think I'm in charge of entertainment and sport at home, uh, and I'm very happy with that. Yeah, um, Mark, look, just firstly, well done. I know you've had a lot of people saying well done, but but for Thank me you. and. Um, and hopefully a few people end up listening to this. Well done! It's uh, and thank you for squeezing the Park Life podcast in between. I know you've got you've got BBC Radio Berkshire. Uh, who else have you got lined up? Uh, also- I think I think there's. I, I had an email this morning from I think um, 
was it Virgin Radio were looking for something as well? Oh, look but, but, you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a few few bits and pieces in the uh, in the pipeline. We had we had uh, the BBC in last week. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's been it's been pretty pretty mental, really. Is, is this is this just off the scale? Are you, could, could you can you believe no. where, where you've come no. in the last month, five weeks? Or? No, and I, I think what's what's weird is everyone I everyone I see is like, oh my god, I can't believe what you're doing. I can't believe you what you're doing. But it just it just doesn't seem. I think because because I've been I've been in it from the beginning, and it's it's I don't know how you I, do you know if you're on a plane and you and you're you're uh, you, your ears need need to to pop, and and then when when you kind of clear your ears, you suddenly realise how blocked they were, but you didn't realise until that point. I don't think it's until after this is finished, and I've actually had a had a chance to look back uh, at what we've done, that I'll be able to really really understand the full the full extent of it. The only the only reason that I know we've done something really amazing is from the reaction I get from everyone else. For me, it's I don't know. It's just just grown. When I, I look at, looking back at photos the other day, and there's a photo I I put on there when I made made a box of twenty that I took over to the to the GP. So there's a photo of me and my boys, just the three of us in the workshop, just making these like made twenty up and gave them to my local GPs, and and then I bumped into Simo, and he said he would he happened to be at be at work and he was collecting um masks and goggles uh to to give to his wife to take to to uh the rbh uh and i said oh actually i'm, I'm doing this and i showed him and he's like oh my god we need to get on this and that really was the was the catalyst for starting it all off um that's so interesting because I, I remember speaking to him uh those weeks ago and, and he said look i've got this idea i'm gonna go and nab a few a few goggles out of, out of the science labs or whatever. And then obviously since then, this has become, and, and what you're at 19 to 20, to no, 20,000 now. More now. I, I, I've just looked on the, on the board. I'm not, I'm not in the, in my, my DT room. Let me just, just pull up my spreadsheet now. Uh, we are on uh, 20, 21,308. It's just it's, yeah. it's astounding, isn't it? I mean, and just to, like you say, you're on this kind of roller coaster ride where you're not having, you probably haven't got that much time to think. Um, I, I just wanted to share something with you. So I think I've been, even though I haven't been involved in the in the project, I've obviously been watching it with keen interest. And um, and actually, interestingly, Andy and, and Tim have been involved, yeah. and, and yeah. we can take a mickey out of them. I'd, you know, I'd like to know whether they're actually useful at no, all, or whether they were amazing. They were proper proper workhorses. <laughs> they put them to task, and they were and they were yeah, no, they did a brilliant job. I think Tim called himself the foreman, and Andy <laughs> called himself just the, just the lackey. He yeah. just did whatever I, he was. I think but, um, they've got that absolutely right. That's exactly what they. Were. <laughs> yeah, but um, just going back, I. I watched, I think it was on YouTube or, or Facebook or something. So somebody has made a video which has summarized the start to where you are now. And genuinely, I haven't got emotional during this lockdown period. I've just got my head down, tried to carry on working and looking after the kids. And genu- genuinely watching that video got, got me a bit emotional. And I, I can't really put my finger on why. I think it's just... A, I'm obviously really proud of you and being part. It's made me feel really, really proud being part of that that school, which is yeah. amazing. But also, just 
the impact that you're having on the on the local well not just the local community but further than that Gen- genuinely it really got me sort of a bit teary and I just think it's incredible w- what you started and also you know obviously amazing that you're making such a difference to to the staff that need this equipment but also all the other things that it's doing as well bringing all these people together on the site um giving people a purpose um you know bringing the community the lp community closer together and and all the other schools as well i just think it's yeah it's been incredible mate so you know yeah. well well done really good yeah. stuff no I, 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 it's interesting actually a few of the things you say there it, it um in regards to the, you know, making a difference to people, when when you see these face shields day in day out, they they just turn into a into a commodity like a like an item. But every now and again, I kind of stop. Now we're bundling them up into twenties just so we can we can manage them. When I look at them, and I think actually these aren't just twenty bits of plastic. These are these are things that twenty different people can use. That can potentially make a make an enormous difference to them. Um, uh, I, I I wouldn't want to say that they could, they're going to save their lives, but they but they will certainly go some way to help them keeping them keeping them safe in their job in which they're doing things you know that are, that are saving other people's lives. So yeah, they they're a part of the chain in terms of doing something like that. And when I when I stop for a minute and think, wow, actually, you know, something that takes a minute and a half to to laser cut can make can make such a such a massive difference um to people it does it does get me quite quite emotional thinking thinking about you know what what difference what we're doing really make and i feel i feel privileged on a number of levels that i have i have i I work in a very very um forward-thinking school like that when i contacted um, matthew and keith the bursa right at the very beginning and I said look are you okay if I go in because I was aware obviously that the school was all shut down and living on site you know I'd, it, I'd just kind of pop over to the workshop to do this and that most of the time uh, but I thought you know if I'm doing something I need to I need to get get approval for this so I emailed them and said look are you okay if I do this and they said yeah brilliant and they and they were behind me right from the very beginning so I'm really lucky that I work in a school that said, "Yeah, go with it." Um, but I'm also lucky to work in a in a community where, when I say to people, "Look, is there is there anyone that can can come and help us out? We've got a we've got an order that needs to be delivered over to to Wexham Park Hospital in like Slough Way. Um, is is anyone available to go and deliver it? I I get five five messages come back within two minutes saying. I'm there. If you need me, let me know and I'll be there. So this is, it, 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 it's made me feel slightly uncomfortable, this whole, all, all this, all, I'm, I'm not one really for, for, for standing there and saying, look at, look at all the wonderful things I've done. But it's um, knowing, knowing that I've got that, that team that I work with, they're the guys that, that really have made this happen. If it were a one-man band, if it were me doing it, I'd, you know, I'd still be making little boxes of 20 to hand out. There's no way we could have got on this scale if we didn't have the skills and the, um, and the support of, of like the Leighton Park community, really. We must have had, uh, I, guess, I guess, maybe 30, 30 people involved in one extent or another, either, either helping to, to deliver, um, uh, deliver materials to other schools 
that are helping or coming in and making them or or sending stuff out to people or making phone calls, answering emails, things like that. So it's just been it's been an amazing thing. And 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 for me the the bit that, that makes me not cringe, but makes me tense up slightly is that this has all come down to, you know, this is Mark Smith's project. But actually I could I could go off tomorrow and say I've had enough. And this would this would carry on without me. This isn't this isn't me doing this. This is a, a massive group of people that are involved in this, and it's kind of self perpetuating. It's just kind of rolling by itself now, really. Well, you you are Tim, Tim and Andy said earlier. You are a very modest man, anyway. Um, I feel like I've got to know you quite well over the last few years working alone, part. But yeah, I think look, look, let's take this opportunity as well to say a massive thank you and well done to the whole team, everyone yeah, that's involved. Absolutely, and, and it continues continues to be involved and like you said who knows you know when this is going to end or 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 how many masks you're going to end up making but clearly it's going to be thousands and thousands more or it looks like it's going to be that way um and and just again another huge well done you know on behalf of everyone that's listening for for this effort that you've you've put this team together and everyone's taken taken on a role and and clearly you're doing an amazing job and having a huge impact i just wanted to ask you quickly do you think you probably haven't thought about this, or maybe you have. Do you think this is going to have an impact on you as a teacher? Like, are you starting to think, because that's something I've been speaking a bit about, and I wrote a blog post um, yesterday about the impact that this is having on, on me as a teacher and my thoughts towards teaching education. Have you had a chance to think about that, or are you just so blinkers on just getting these things made? Have you had a chance to think? Um, yeah, that's an interesting question. I'm, I, I tell you what it's, what it's made me think of. I don't know... Uh, if if you know or if anyone else listening knows knows my background, so I haven't I haven't uh, always been a teacher. This is actually the first school I've taught at. I was I was a, a technician previously um, uh, at Stowe School before I was here. Um, but but prior to that, I worked. I actually did I did a degree in biomedical engineering, and then realised about halfway through that. I don't want to be an engineer. An engineer is too theoretical. It just they just kind of sit there and just work out forces and stresses and stuff. And it it didn't really hold any appeal to me. So I after I finished that degree, I went back to university and did an- another degree in prosthetics and orthotics. I'm making artificial limbs and orthotics are supports for people that maybe can't walk properly um, or or need a need a uh, like their leg straightening or or orthopedic footwear made or anything like that. And what I loved about that job was doing something and knowing that something that you have been actively involved in can can dramatically change someone's lives. You know, I had people people walk out the door with a with a splint that I had designed, um, and you know they had hobbled into a room, and they'd they'd walked out of the room a kind of literally a different person. And and I absolutely loved that in my job. I worked I worked in that that field for for nine years, and kind of by the end of it, um, I just kind of got ground down by the by the bureaucracy of everything. And and I felt you know I was trying to do things, and there was red tape put in my way all the time. And I just ironically probably not dissimilar to to how frontline staff are feeling feeling at the minute in the NHS. You know that wanting this stuff. And can't get hold of it because of the because of the masses of red tape that you undoubtedly have to have in an organisation the size of the NHS. Um, but to know that you could do something relatively small 
that could make such a massive difference. And that's exactly how I feel now. And it's kind of, I don't know, it's re it's, it's lit something in my, in my, my belly that, that I, I think I'd not that, not that I'd lost because I, I'm those of you who, who maybe have been taught by me know that, that I'm, I'm very passionate in what I do. Uh, I love, I, I, I feel an enormous privilege that I get paid to, to teach um, design technology because it's, I just find it the most amazing, amazing thing in the world to do. Um, but it's just, it's just, it's just something a bit different, you know, it's utilizing the skills that uh, I, I spent well, eight years at university learning and I can really apply that in a, in quite a privileged way. You know, there's not many places in the, in the country that have a laser cutter and can do, do stuff like this and also have a, like I said, have a, have a setup in terms of their, their, uh, the, the support around them. In, in, the fact that I'm a resident on site, we were basically locked into the park for three weeks of the, of the Easter holidays. So there's lots of people there who are kind of seeing all this, all this stuff on the news of people dying and can't go anywhere or do anything and thinking, I really want to do something to help. And so this opportunity came up, you know, guys, I need, I need help doing this, even if it's something like literally putting these two bits of plastic together to, to make a, make a face shield, or it's going to, um, uh, up the road to a, a, a company that we've got making face shields who make cardboard boxes. They've got a, this massive CNC machine and they're churning out thousands of these, of these components for us. Yeah. I'll jump in the car and do that. It gives people a real sense of purpose. So as well as, doing something good for, for all those frontline staff that need this, this PPE that they're not getting. It, it, um, mentally and psychologically for, for the, the people that are involved in this as well, it's been, uh, it's, I, I, think it, I think it's kind of really lifted people's spirits to know that they've been part of, of something. That, uh, John, John Allenson, our um, uh, archivist, sent me a message and he said, Mark, can you, can you please save me one of these face shields so we can put it in the archives? And I suddenly thought, oh, wow, no, you, you're right. I hadn't thought about it, but actually History. this is the kind of thing that may, yeah, that may be an archivist in, in 50 years' time when they look back and that, you know, they'll look back to 2020 and, and how, how did the, the coronavirus epidemic affect Leighton Park School and they'll open this box and there will be this plastic face shield in there. But I've been kind of instrumental in in kind of involving the school in and yeah to to feel that you've you've kind of played your little part in in something like that is it's just it's just staggering. Well, who knows mark you you and miles could be the archivists in 2030 you could be the next john <laughs> yeah. anderson and graham carter and uh, look i feel like i could talk to you for a long time on this but i think you, you you've spoken really well there and i just want to say again huge well done um on behalf of anyone that's listening and, and carry carry on this good work um and, and we wish you all the best and maybe we could check in again with you you know in a, in a few weeks time or whatever and, and see where you're yeah. at because obviously like you yeah. said the impact you're having is is fantastic and we're all really proud of you mate well done thank I've you i've got to ask much. you quickly to really totally that. off off on a tangent here tim's top three what are your top three when you were a kid favorite cartoons Oh, man. Yeah, shall I tell you mine? Oh, shall I tell you good, mine? That's good. Go mine on, go were He-Man at three. Are we are we oh, relatively God. similar age? I mean, do we want to divulge your age on air? 
Uh, 40, 44. Yeah, you're a little, 40, you're a little, bit, old, you're a little bit older than me, but He-Man, He-Man was my three. My two was the Hurricanes, which was a football cartoon, which you may have missed because you were slightly older than me. But no, that's, that's thund- really what about Thundercats? Are you a Thundercats guy? Thundercats. Oh my God, I love So that was my number one. Tim's was horrendous. I'm not even going to go there with his. He had Ke- Ke- Keenan and Kel, I think was his number one, which I just looked at him on. Was that a cartoon? No, it was a kid's, I think. It's like a children's, children's program. Yeah, I, I wasn't happy with that. Are we talking specifically cartoons? Yeah, let me or, give it, I, or... I don't think we can keep it quite broad. You could, anything, that, anything that you think back as a kid, you just thought, oh, I loved, I loved that. That was my absolute favourite. Oh. Now, now I, I think, I, do you know what? I'd completely forgotten about, um, about He-Man. But actually, He-Man brings back great memories to me. I remember going into hospital to have my tonsils taken out and getting and get. Do you remember Man at Arms? Yeah. His kind of his right hand man. Remember getting given a Man at Arms doll so I could play with in in my hospital bed. Um, so He Man, yeah, He Man has to be up there, top three. Well, look, uh, Mark, um, I reckon on that note, you are Leighton Park's He Man, and maybe that makes my maybe that <laughs> makes Miles your Man at Arms. I don't know, or Adrian, but look, thank you. Or she she right. Right. yeah, you pick which one, which one's which. So I'll let you make that decision. <laughs> well done, mate. It's been really good talking to you. Take cool. care. Thank you very Bye. much. Cheers. You're listening to the Park Life Pod. Cheers. Boom. We're in. Are you ready for another Tim's top three? I was born ready. God, nice, because I am ready. What is it this week to me? So this week, um, see, the last few weeks I've been watching a lot of kids' TV. Um, there's a lot of good stuff out there. In between, some, in between home average, learning. Yeah, some average to poor things as well. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. Uh, so it got me thinking and thinking back to when I was a child, um, some a while ago, and what my favourite shows were. So the top three today is on our top three shows now and our top three shows from when we were younger. Nice, I like it. And this is going to show our age. Well, mine anyway. Yeah. You got yours ready to rumble? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Go on then. What are you going with first? Your ones as a kid? No, let's save those ones. I think they could be gold. Go with the ones now. So the the top three best kids programmes currently on now. Yeah, so I, I looked this up, um, and the, the the ratings basically they 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 rate it from zero to five and five to ten. So the top rated shows at the moment are at number zero to five year olds is Paw Patrol, yeah, Peppa Pig, and no. Sophia the First. Right, let me pick you up on the first two. Paw Patrol, I'm in. I love it. I, I want to live is, in. This is a rating online. This is not my not my rating. Your opinion. So that that's that's fact. Yeah. That's actual fact. Yeah. Actual right. Fact. So I, I'm, I'm in with Paw Patrol. Love yeah. the boys are a bit older now, but I love it. I, I always loved it. I always wanted to be part of the gang, and I want to live in Adventure Bay. I'd go and live there. Which right one now. would you be? Oh, you you're, you're testing me. Um, I think I'm going to go Marshall. I'd be Zuma. Okay. What I'm and why? Zuma. He's quite, quite edgy and cool. And what, why do you identify with Zuma? What is what's the link between the two of you? Just because just because you've got some weird step undercut haircut doesn't mean you're edgy and cool. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like doesn't make himself like too much he's, he's just he's just there he's not trying to take a lead or anything he's not trying to be the big I am I think whereas I whereas I carried away a little bit and I'm the total opposite I'm like I think I'm the big I am I think I'm the leader <laughs> so I want to be Marshall 
Yeah. 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 But he's he's the leader of the gang, isn't he? Apart from Chase, who is obviously the main leader. Who's your favourite Paw Patrol, Ethan? Who's just come into the room? Who's your favourite? Oh, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. Oh, okay. He's grown up for that. Oh, okay. He only likes watching PGs now, apparently. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay, can we can I pick you off on the second trip? Peppa Pig. I've always despised and will never like it. Although (laughs) I guess there is some quite funny little like when you get Brian Blessed on there, uh, who plays doesn't he play Grampy Rabbit or something like that? That's quite funny. Yeah, he does. But I'm not a fan of Peppa Pig. I don't think she's a model for our children. And yeah, I'm just done with her, really. I don't like the Peppa Pig family. I, I like the other families. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Peppa Pig family, I'm not, not a fan of either. And what was number um, one? Number three. Number one was Paw Patrol. Oh, sorry, did it that way. Paw one was Paw Patrol. What, what was three, sorry? Yeah, the first. Don't know yeah, that. Quite, quite, a, quite a good one, actually. Um, Is that a good one? Yeah. Sort of the episodes are a bit longer, but they, they sort of tell a story about this, this girl that's a princess and her life as a princess. Okay, well, I'll put this to you, Tim. They're not a patch on my kids' top three. Can I tell you mine? Oh, the, the other one that I, I quite like at the moment is um is Blaze and the Monster Machines. Yeah, now I do like Blaze. I, I like that. Let's Blaze. That is it. We use that when we're out on the scooters. We often look at each other and say, let's Blaze. And that's just me and Helen. But yeah, I do like that's good. I like I'd like blazing monster machines. They taught me what inertia was. I mean, there you go. It's educational as well. Is it? Yeah, actually, no. Yeah. It does. It does do that, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. So actually, parents, if you're listening out there, get a bit of blazing the monster machines. It's probably relevant all the way up to year ten. No. <laughs> Maybe a lot of forces <laughs> and science in there. <laughs> I'm I, my kids' top three. The first one that jumps in for me, I just absolutely loved He Man. Yeah. But if you look back at the gear he was wearing, it's proper dodgy, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Were you a He-Man, are you a He-Man guy? Uh, I didn't really. I think he was just a bit too early for me. Yeah, I, I am old. Into He-Man. Sure. That's, if that's my number three, what would you go with? Uh, so my number three, it's a bit sort of left field. don't know whether you've heard of it. Pirates of Dark Water. Oh, no, I don't know that. No? A long no. Also, I think probably tied with that Captain Planet. Captain Planet, love it. Sing the theme tune, go. Captain, Captain Planet, Planet, he's our hero, gonna take gonna the mission down, down to zero. zero. Yeah, and that is, that is, I like Captain Planet. Tim, surely, surely this is in yours, my number two. Are you ready for this? Ready. I'm going to sing you the theme tune. Okay. With the hurricanes, champion spirit is here to stay. Is it? Is that a show about football? Yeah, it's the Hurricanes, the football oh, yeah. team. Did you miss uh, that as well? I'm like, oh, <laughs> mate, you would love I it. I do remember it. I do, I do remember it slightly. From, um, surely, surely, surely Mr. Football has got the Hurricanes in his top three kids' oh, programme. Number two oh. for me, Animals of Farthing Wood. Oh, yeah, classic. Can't yeah, beat I like it. Mm. Fox name Fox and Imagine name Badger. Yeah, good imagination. Animals of yeah. Farthing Wood, isn't that just a bit of a rip-off of... Um, what am I thinking of? The original. No. Uh, what am I? Why can't I think? What is... No. What's it called? Ah. Oh. With Toad. With Toad and Mole and. Wind in the Willows. <laughs> Wind in the Willows. Thank you. It's nothing it's like Wind in the Willows. Oh, why can't I? 
it's very um very um topical as well it's all about animals being um uprooted from their their homes by diggers and bulldozers well, animals and are far having to relocate to white deer park in sanctuary yeah. well you've got that's good knowledge okay so that's your number two <sighs> number one for me can i go first yeah i can't look past thundercats uh-huh. Thunder, yes. thunder, 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 thunder. And again, if you look at what if you look at what they're wearing, <laughs> very dodgy gear, half human, half cat. But panther, I just want it to be panther. Panther and Chitara. Pardon? Excuse me? Chitara. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were doing a flashback to the Ethna episode for a second. Is that the woman? Yeah, Chitara. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about you? You're number one. Hit me with it. Shall I give you a drum roll? I've never met such an attractive cat in my life. Right. That's... <laughs> That's, I'm worried about you. I think you've been in lockdown too long. Um, I'm going to, after this finishes, I'll give you the number of one of my friends, a therapist. <laughs> What's your number one? Keenan and Cal. What? Keenan and Cal. That's, uh, part of me wants to just kick no? you off the podcast. Keenan and, and Cal. I know what it is, but Cal can have you. Keenan and Cal. I wish Andy was here and I could get into back. Who loves orange soda? <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> I'm actually pleased Andy isn't here because he won't have heard of any of these things because he's so young. Oh, Andy is keen and Cal. He, he would love that. He'd on his list. So just to recap, your top three all time at three was... Uh, Captain Planet. Captain Planet. At two, Animals of Farthing Wood. Yeah. And at one, Keenan and Cal. Keenan and Cal. I think you're going to look back on this and be a little bit upset with yourself. I don't think where I am. I think Keenan and Kel. My, my top three. And I've forgotten it now. What was my three? You had... E-Man. E-Man. Yeah. Grr, manly. Yeah. Hurricanes. Grr, manly. Yeah. Thundercats. <laughs> grr, manly. There's a bit of a theme. <laughs> I think it's like the people and the dresses. I think that might be the... Yours is more... Running through here. You've got more of an eclectic mix, actually, to be fair to you. Yeah, um, you've covered more bases. Thank you for that. I like that top three. Do you know what, guys? As ever, we almost can't get through all the messages we get on the podcast, can we, Tim? But if you could send us maybe a message of your top three, staff, student, parent, cat, dog, whatever, let us know your top three. That was a good one. I like that. Timmy, um, sign us off for this week. So um, I I heard an interesting fact this week. Uh, if you work out statistics based on people in the world and ratios of sort of the fact that everybody has the day of their life at some point in their life. By the way, today, we know we know you're an expert in people in the world. In statistics. Out of the um, 7.8 billion people on the earth, 250,000 people apparently today are having the best day of their life. Really? <laughs> yeah, Really? like that let's sign off on that guys we hope you're having the best day of your life if not your life of this week so far bearing in mind it's a tuesday take care of yourselves take care of your loved ones keep uh keep up to date with all the government guidelines um stay safe stay at home protect the nhs and we'll be in touch soon see you later everyone bye You've been listening to the Park Life Pod with me, Jez, with Tim, with Andy and this episode with Mark Smith. If anyone wants to get in touch, please do click on the message button. Um, You can tap on that when you listen to the podcast via Anchor or just ping any emails through to us 
and we'll of course get back to you hope you're all staying safe at home and staying well with your loved ones and your families take care everyone 